Chris Knight is joining me here on the show here tonight. Sports and Hip Hop with DJ Mad Max, Live 365, iHeartRadio. We have one of the most talented vocalists joining me here on the show here tonight, up and coming, and really is proving himself out here with a Grammy consideration. Chris Knight, how's it going, man? Welcome to the show. How you doing, Max, man? uh, Hey, man, I'm blessed to be here. How's your day going? It's going pretty well, man. It's going smooth here. Uh, I've checked out your music and shout out to Victor Jackson for setting this up too. And it put Absolutely. me on, put me on uh, one of the diamond in the roughs out here for sure. When we talk about R and B, because you're someone that is proven out here that you could still tell stories and you want to tell stories in your music. That's something that you emphasize a lot. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's very important, man. Very important to keep the content, um, like, you know, keep the content to the point where we can, we can tell stories and make things, you know, make sense, man. Yeah, absolutely. And you've been inspired by some of the greats and even you're even cousins with Avant, I heard. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. That's, that's big cause, you know, he, he you know, he, he do it. He did, he did his thing for a long time, man. You know, his music is still timeless. You know what I'm saying? So that's all, that's the type of music I'm creating. Timeless records. I'm really inspired by his work, man. Very inspired. When was the first time that you, even met with Avant and he found out that you were his cousin and that you were a singer, obviously just finding out that you were a singer and you had the gift of you know, being a vocalist. You're in the industry, man, where, you know, people claim people, you know what I'm saying? I did, I did one show with him. Uh, not one show. I did a couple shows with him after the fact that I did the first show with him in Jacksonville. Um, and, you know, I went up to him and I told him the situation and stuff like that. And, you know, it was, it was pretty cool. Pretty cool, man. He was very receptive. Um, and, it was it was it was a dream come true, you know what I'm saying? Like, because I, I don't I didn't know a lot about where I come from, you know what I'm saying? Cleveland, Ohio. Shout out to two one six. Um, didn't know a lot about where I come from, so you know, just finding that out and understanding, you know, the music came from in, in me. It was a blessing, man. It, it, the main thing did he give you any? important advice when you did get to have the conversation with him and you know since you you guys are cousins did he give you any important advice because i know there's Just sometimes where artists that are related to bigger superstars in the industry they don't want to have right. that back in and and that hand holding thing and and it's, it's important to separate yourself so you can build your own name just stay relevant man you know and i i, I haven't really tied myself to his name like that because of the fact that i have my own i have my own brand you know, so I'm trying to, I'm building by myself. So um, just stay relevant, stay working, um, stay important, you know what I'm saying, to people. You know what I'm saying? That was one of the biggest things, man. So, yeah, I haven't, like I said, I haven't really tried to, like, hold on to that situation because I'm, I'm building my own, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's strong, so. You want to make sure that you're building the Chris Knight legacy. And before Chris Knight, you were going by the name of CJ. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, CJ was something my coaches gave me in high school. I played high school football, a little bit of college ball. Um, so it was Chris Johnson is my real name, basically. <laughs> but uh, they, they was calling me that, man. And, you know, they, they, they gave me that name because I was a, you know, it was like abbreviations of, you know, C, Chris and Johnson. So <laughs> it was really, it was really simple, man. It was really simple, but that's what my coaches gave me. And I, 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 I held on to that name when I started doing music. Then um, I started singing, and my, my father, he said, Chris, you sound kind of like Brian McKnight when you sing. So why not change it to Chris Knight, but spell it this way? You know what I'm saying? So history from there, man. 
Brian McKnight, one of the all-time great vocalists and storytellers. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, he, he really doesn't get a lot of the, the praise that he deserves, but any time's a great album, Back at One, that's absolutely. another classic. Man, listen, I, um, I sing anytime. Uh, anytime, I, you know, got an acoustic around or something like that. Those are records that you really can challenge your vocals. You know what I'm saying? I love Brian McKnight, man. He's, he's one of the, he's, is the one of the greatest man to ever do it. How was your time? I know you were you were young, but how was your time in Ohio and, and being in Cleveland and Canton and then going out to Dublin, Georgia? The time was it was it was stressful, man. I'm be honest with you. I like the fans to know you know my story. You know what I'm saying? I, I can't fake it. You know what I'm saying? It was it was stressful. My mom she raised us until she met my stepfather. Uh, God rest his soul. But my mom, we 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 left Cleveland when I was five years old. And um, we traveled from Cleveland to Dublin, Georgia, where we began to start a life. You know what I'm saying? Mom did what she could. You know what I'm saying? She took everything she had. Um, $100, two suitcases. Got on the Greyhound. And she got us out of there in, in enough time to, you know, save us, save us from something that we didn't understand. You know what I'm saying? We understand it now as kids, but as, as adults, but we didn't understand it then. You know what I'm saying? So I'm grateful for that, man. I'm grateful for my mother. You started out singing young in the choir as well, I heard about. Yeah, yeah. I was, um, some of my grandmother kept us in church. Uh, she kept us in church, man, and we had to do something in the church, you know. But we, we me and my sister sing since we were five or six years old. So we said, okay, we got to do something with it. I would get in the choir at a young age, man, and it was it was it was an amazing gift, man, because we we learned more about God first and foremost. You know what I'm saying? We we learned that you, your gift that your gift will make room for you, you know, and those things start to manifest when we get when we got older. You were in a musical group in 2007, and that and that's right around the time you were going by the name of CJ. So, what was this group formed up? Tell me about this group. Um, my brother, my, my brother, Kenyatta, who's no longer with us, he passed in 2013. My condolences. Uh, me, me, him, and another guy by the name of J-Bo, we, we formed a group called CTL, Click Tight Fam, and, um, we performed in middle Georgia. We, we, you know, in the groups is always hard because of different egos, you know what I'm saying? But me and my brother was always tight, you know what I'm saying? J-Bo was tight too, but. We was always tight because we was family, you know what I'm saying? And, um, it was it was a struggle, you know what I'm saying, trying to learn each other and who want to be in the front. And who, you know, it's, it's never easy with groups, man. Never easy with groups. Never easy with groups, man. You all, have, you, all, you all have to have an understanding that someone might blow before someone else, you know what I'm saying? And but if one blow, we all blow together, you know what I'm saying? So... That was that. It was it was rough, man. It was rough. My brother was a he was a, a a very polished young man. You know what I'm saying? And he understood the value of hard work and not giving up and playing your role. You know what I'm saying? He understood that as well. Egos with groups. He brought that up. That's an important point right there. Do you think that's why that we don't see as many groups as we used to, such as Boys to Men? I think that's why, man. Drew Hill. 
I think that's why, man. I think that's why. I remember a story uh, Boys and Men uh, told about the gentleman who sung, the, had a deep voice, basically. He wanted more than anybody in the group. You know what I'm saying? But he only, the only thing he did was talk, you know? So egos play a major role in failure. Play a major role in failure, man. If, if we're not all, all on one accord, we don't work together. It's just in any situation, though. If you would be in a team or if you're in a, a community event or a working environment, if you all don't work together to, to accomplish the common goal, which is to win, everything breaks apart. What was important in your career was when you received the call because there was times that you, you, you could have had records for French Montana and 2 chains. There were people calling you got an important call. Right, right, right. Um, I got a call from a guy named Hoffa Bain, man, Coogee Fly. He was in Dubai at the time. He said, man, I like the way you deliver on your records. Um, would you like an opportunity to sing some hooks for me? So he said, I'll call you in two months once I get to Atlanta. And I'll send for you, come up, we'll work, work it out. So he called me, kept his word. I just slept in the studio just to get opportunities to work with on these records. I sung five hooks and all. It was Future, Two Chains, uh, Rocco, French Montana, and Young Ralph. Out of all those, I got three of the I got, got three of the, of the five that were released on mixtapes. And shout out to Kay on the track who produced those records. Shout out to them. And we could check that out. People could check them out probably on Datpiff. I know that's where the main mixtapes are. Yes, 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 yes. Datpiff. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of people don't, don't know about that either. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad you brought that up, man. Because um, uh, I put in some work, man. I put in some work. But, you know, a lot of times you don't get credit because you're so hungry. You know what I'm saying? You you want the opportunity, but understanding that paperwork is very efficient. Paperwork makes things right. You know what I'm saying? So that's one one message I want to get to the young people. Always have paperwork on point, man. Don't, don't do nothing without paperwork. You're currently independent. Do you have your own distribution label? Is it your own label right now? I started Night Vision. Night Vision. Um, I started Night Vision, which is my label. Um, and, of course, I have my management. Miss Carola King, Asan Smith, and the legendary Doug, um, who are who are all working their behinds off to push me to get to the next level. And it's working, man. It's working. So I wouldn't really say I'm I'm all the way independent. Just independent major. Mm. Independent major and actually cut out because I, I think you might have put on a, a Bluetooth or something. As soon as after you said legendary, the person, because I know it was a legendary someone that's a part of your management label. Who was the legendary oh, person? Oh, minute, it's the, the sound. Okay. There we go. You're back on. There we go. There we go. All right. It, yeah, Last cut question. out after you said legendary. I wanted to make sure that the people catch yeah. who the legendary person is. Yeah, Don D.C. Cody, man. Legend, he's a, li- a living legend, Don, Don D.C. Cody. Man, I, I'm grateful to have these people on my team, man. So how Don did you broke, start? Don broke all kind of records, man. All kind of records. The Michael Jackson's, the uh, Whitney Houston. Uh, he, he's amazing. He's amazing. Absolutely. For, for the people that don't know, how did you start really networking from there after that phone call? Because you've been able to open up with some of the greatest acts that are out there. If you look at it, J. Cole, 
Dougie Fresh, Big Daddy Kane. I saw Keith Sweat, R. Kelly. You've opened up for a, a ton of legendary acts. So how did you start going about it and making connections from there? Those were some opportunities that I had um, to open up for. Um, some of the main people I opened up for are, is R. Kelly, um, Anthony Hamilton, K. Michelle, Joe, um, Avant, um, Isley Brothers. Um, and I, I, I was doing this work before I even had management. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Because of the fact that uh, the relationships that I had, you know what I'm saying? So um, those, those situations happened because of the hunger. You know, I, I kept going. I kept knocking. I kept knocking. And because I had relationships with some good promoters. Uh, but now that I have a team, um, they're pushing me to do more than just be an opener. They're pushing me to be a headliner now. Now, how are you taking that advice? Because I know sometimes people who are established and deserve to be a headliner, it's tough for people to be the open and act. So how are you heeding to that advice? I I think being an open act was God, man. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it put me in a position where I could learn myself, you know what I'm saying, to understand that the proper etiquette of good putting on a good show. You know what I'm saying? It's, people want to see a show. They're paying... Every 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 act need an opener, man. Anything can happen. You know what I'm saying? And I've seen it. The artist late, miss a flight. Guess what? That's thirty minutes to an hour where you can put on for them and keep the keep the crowd entertained. You know what I'm saying? The openers are very important. Opening on the cards, they're very important, man. They set the, the tone for they, the whole they, show. They set the tone for the whole show, man. But you as as, as artists, man, like. We're coming up, we're humble, but we let promoters sometimes belittle us because of the fact they think they, we, they, we make them think they need us. You know what I'm saying? We make them think that they don't need us. You know what I'm saying? Not, not to not stop anybody's toes, man, but like everybody needs an opener. You, we set the tone, especially if you're really good and you have a, have a following. Shoot, man, I've sold tickets at major major concerts, even though they, you know, they somewhat sell out, but I, I've actually sold tickets to, to become an opener or I put in the work, man. That's basically what I'm saying. I'm putting the work. I just, I'm to the point now where it's like, you know, I just, I'm ready for the next level. You know what I'm saying? And I'm, 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 I'm grateful that God blessed me with every opportunity to become an opener, but I'm ready to be more than just an opener, you know? What tour would you say that you were able to open up for taught you the most about being a performer and just learning how to run a show? Which individual act would you say that you learned the Anthony most about Hamilton. that craft? Anthony mm. Hamilton has the one has one of the best. Him and Joe, they they run neck and neck. I'm be honest with you. I'm sorry, Charlie Wilson. I love his show too, but I just feel like Anthony Hamilton and Joe have the best show you can see, man. I don't. There's probably more out there, but. That's the best show, man. Mm -hmm. Instrumentation, all the way to the vocals from the backup singers, all the way to the artist himself, man. I just feel like they have the best show you can see, man. And I, I was very inspired, opening up for those those acts. 
And, and doing my research, I know that you want to be the new king of R&B. What do you think it's going to take to be the new king of R&B in these days? Because with R&B, it's all based on the numbers today. And then you look at the auto-tune. R&B, you can never really have a, a pinhole on it because with hip-hop, you look at it, it's whoever has the main song on TikTok, Instagram, whatever social media is doing. Right. So how do you feel as though... It is in the approach of R&B and being the king of R&B. Because when I look at the king of R&B, you got to have the game on lock with hits and also be a great, great vocalist. You look at the early 2000s with Usher. You look at 90s with R. Kelly. Then you look at the 80s. You just go back to look at Guy and what they did and, and even going all the way back to the Isley Brothers. So what do you, how, how is it this today in which you feel as though you can be the king of R&B in, in this day and age in the music industry? Again, like you said, having the hits. Having the songs, the reputation of hits after hits after hits, it's not a problem. You know what I'm saying? When you have the proper production, the proper team. And I feel like I have a really, really, really good team to keep me, that, that are going to keep me at the top of my game. You know what I'm saying? Even, even when having the hits, if you can have all the hits all the hits you want, but if you don't have the proper budget behind the hits, that one song or the hits, you just got records. It's, you want to find the best artist, man, go to the church up the street. Especially with singing, you know what I'm saying? With rap, yeah, you can do a TikTok song and you blow up overnight. I just feel like with R&B, we need, we need women in radio. We're not, we're not hood. R&B, when you, when you count the music, of the music, if something go wrong with the music and you're just standing still, you're not an R&B artist. You got to be able to grab that mic and sing. I can do that. Music, and, go, music go bad, I can sing. I'm going to still give you a show if the music turns off. And that's real R&B. That's R. Kelly. That's Boys to Men. That's Joe, Anthony Hamilton. That's that's our Avant, Life Jennings. I've seen it with my own eyes, man. Sound go bad. They still singing. It's still wild in the crowd, man. The people are. It come to be entertained, and you have to give them what they pay for. On tour, because you mentioned that you seen it with your own eyes, has there been any experiences when you were opening up for these artists that, that you mentioned? And, and if you can name a particular instance in which you saw them and that confirmed to you that, that this artist can really carry a show, even though when there's audio and technical problems, who was one that yeah. you saw firsthand? Last, De man, last December, December 31st, Isaac Brothers show in Jacksonville, Florida. Sound was horrible. Sound was horrible. Life Genius carried his own... Drew Hill tried, you know what I'm saying? But the sound was horrible. I had a corded mic. Having record, having, having, having someone with a recorded mic in six, seven years. Well, not recorded mic, a corded, a corded mic in six, seven years, man. But every artist held their own. They, they, did, what they, they did what they could to make sure the show go on. Sometimes you just can't help things. No. You know what I'm saying? It, it happens. You know what I'm saying? But I saw it first. First, I was in it. I was in the middle of it. You know what I'm saying? So you got to grab that microphone and still give them what they want. You know. What was an important cosign from you being on tour with these people? And we mentioned Yvonne already, but who was someone else that that really gave you that cosign? And that was Anthony Hamilton. 
Anthony at Hamilton. The of, at, in 2019, man, in the round with Anthony Hamilton and K. Michelle, Anthony Hamilton said in front of everybody, Chris Knight, you did an amazing job on the stage. And that, that meant everything to me, man. So anytime he come here, he knows me. You know, he knows me. He understand that I'm his opener. You know what I'm saying? Like, I even picked him up from the airport uh, in December in my my personal title. You know what I'm saying? It was just, it's an honor. It's a, it's a privilege, man, to be around these legends. It's, it's humbling. You know, he gave me the cosign. He gave me the cosign. He said I did an amazing job through the whole run. So, yeah, that was, that's something I always remember. That's official. And and let's hear, let the audience hear hard to say. I know that your manager wanted me to make sure that we showcase this and, and break this out on the show here tonight. So we got hard to say coming up here by Chris Knight and you're pushing this right now. And we're going to play that right now for the audience to hear and let's get into it. Yes, sir. Take us 
That was just hard to say. Like Chris Knight, yes, real R and B, real vocals, yes, and that really just yes, takes sir. you back into the '90s. It's it reminds me of that '90s R and B, and and that's something that you just said, like that storytelling R and B, and it's really in there. And that that's how you could tell that you're inspired by the greats, such as Gerald Levert and Boys to Men, and the people that you were inspired yes, by growing up. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, I'm not. Again, I'm not going to deviate from the script, man. I'm going to keep what's working for me. You know what I'm saying? I, I can't, I can't. It's hard to sing the music that they have out these days, man. It's not singing. No. You know, there's no, there's no passion in it. And there's, there's no, it's not, I'm not knocking anybody else, man. It's out here doing their thing because it's working for them, but it ain't gonna work for me. You know, I, I like, I like to sing for real. Yeah. And I, and I can see that you have that vision and you're passionate about keeping it real. And this is where authentic. Uh, why do you think that? It, these companies today, there's, there's no, I think no one has a heart anymore. That's my opinion. But why is it that no one cares about the art of music anymore? And it, it just goes into like hip hop. I get on it all the time, but especially R and B. How come no one cares about it anymore? And they're not strict on it with these artists. Uh, because it's, it's still, it's still, it's, it's all hip hop. No, no matter if you're chanting or what, but I call it chanting or rape music. You know, it's, it's straight to the point and not, it's not telling a story. They don't, they don't care. As long as you got numbers, that's all they care about. They don't care about the art anymore. And you know, that's, that's, again, that's not knocking anybody else because no. like, kudos to everybody what they're doing. You know what I'm saying? But it's so different now, man. It's so different. It's hard to, it's hard to get people who are really singing, like really, really singing. And it is a crowd for everybody, but they rather they rather go in another direction than going and thinking about longevity. You know what I'm saying? And it's, it's more so about the quick buck these days. It's not about 20 years down the road. Can we still play your music? Are you still touring? Opposed to being dead or in jail. And these these kids, they I care about them. You know, we they they need the guidance, man. They need it. Overtime EP, that was one of your recent releases. You're working on your next album, I heard. If you could tell us a little bit yes, about sir. that one, how that, that's all going to shape out. Uh, it's it's gonna be dope, man. I got a couple producers. To, uh, Miss um Miss Kaola, she got Miss King, and we got Miss King. She she's put me with. Um, hopefully, pulling the dime soon. Um, Ed Ed did it out of Jacksonville. Ten K, uh, who are you know? I'm, I'm praying, man. We we come through with it. It's gonna be hard, man. It's gonna be hard. It's gonna be hard, man. I, it's one probably one of my best work. Are, are you looking at a time work. frame already when you want it to release? Hopefully by the end of the year. I'm thinking beginning of the year, man. Um, uh, it takes takes a couple months to work work the first record, and uh, and we're in preparation now for the album. So big time. It's, it's gonna be big time for you, man. Keep going out there, Chris Knight. Is there anything else you would love to let the audience know that we we didn't touch on here tonight? Man, just stay, stay prayed up, stay moving, stay faithful to you, stay faithful to your gift. Keep God first, man. Big ups to my team, man. Moses Media Group, I love you guys over there. Miss Kaola King, my manager, Hassan Smith, my manager. Um, everybody who's a part of this, Victor Jackson for the interview. 
you yourself, your station, man. I appreciate you guys for having us. Um, listen, follow me on Real Chris Knight on everything. Real, R-E-A-L, Chris, C-H-R-I-S, K-N-I-T-E on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Follow me. I follow back. I reply in a timely fashion. It's on send nothing crazy. <laughs> Ladies. <laughs> so, yeah. Thank you guys so much. God bless you. You too, man. Thank you for coming on the show. Shout out to Victor Jackson and keep that real hip hop, uh, not real hip hop, real R and B. I'm so used to interviewing hip hop artists. That real R and B alive, <laughs> man, because because I care about R and B. Two nineties was the golden age for R and B. So Absolutely. you're just following in in that path right there, and just just hearing overtime and then the newest song that we played here tonight. Keep going, keep keep grinding, man, because you're going to be working here to the top, and you got that Grammy consideration too. That's big time. And if you want to touch on that when we close out the show, just how you feel about that Grammy consideration. Consideration and, and what lies ahead for you? It feels good, man. It feels good, man. I didn't listen, man. I I wasn't expecting it, but I got a call from Natalia Bordelada. She is a singer song. She's a songwriter from Warner Brothers, and uh, she said, "Chris, I love the record. Let's let's make it happen. Let me let's submit it for the uh, Grammy consideration." And it happened, man. They they approved it. And listen, it's a blessing. It's a blessing. Next year, I'm trying to. We're going to win one next year we're going to win the grammy next year i don't know what category but we're, I'm, we're going to bring it home <laughs> speaking of new existence it's going to happen for you man congratulations on all everything you've achieved this far only big things ahead man and, and chris knight thanks again you're always welcome on the show anytime that thank you need you. any promo thank man you so much. yeah man keep, Absolutely. keep doing what you're doing out here for r&b man it's big time chris knight enjoy the yes, rest sir. of your night take care and stay safe all right you as well god bless god bless man